There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! I love Chip chip so put another dime in the jukebox, baby. I love Chip chip I'm sure Joan Jett would love this rendition. I don't think anyone loves that rendition. <laughs> chip chip everyone. Hello, friends. We are here to record um, a Bob's Credits episode. The first Easter episode? I think that is correct. I think so, too. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. I loved this episode so much. You are getting ahead of yourself, but I'm okay, with you. Okay, okay. What uh, do we need no, to do? I am absolutely with you. Before we get started on anything at all, we have some new patrons to thank, and we have to burger pun their names. First up, want to say thank you to Sam Marshall. Thank you, Sam. Sam Marshall. Moving forward, you will be known as the Clam Marshallet Burger. Nothing says yum like clams in a burger. I mean, I wouldn't say no to it. Maybe some fried some fried clams. Oh, I like that. A little too chewy, maybe? I don't know. I think it'd be good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Sam. And joining you is Madison Heath. Madison Heath, moving forward, you will be known as the Radishin Peeth Burger. Like peas, but peas, with a lift. but with a little lift. <laughs> That's your go-to. I, I love I love <laughs> saying burgers like a little kid for our patrons. Thank you so much to the two of you. We are so excited to have you join us on Patreon, where we've got all sorts of new things available. We have four whole tiers to choose from based on how much content you'd like from us. We're having a lot of fun over there. We certainly are. February 9th is our first live watch party we're all gonna watch some episodes together you basically watch and we can chat together as we watch and then february 16th we are doing our first live trivia show so if you want to participate in any of those go check out our new tiers that's patreon.com slash bob's credits um and sign up if you want to play along yeah i think for that one in particular it's our practically teddy tier 
It practically certainly is. Yeah. Go check it out. We are having so much fun and we would love to have you join us. And obviously with every tier, you get your name burger punt here on the show as well, which is always a good time. Also, okay. I know we're spending a lot of time talking about this, but Max and I designed our exclusive Patreon merch for what's the tier up from that? We have Move Over Teddy. Okay. After Practically Teddy. Mm -hmm. And then we have basically Bob Belcher. So move over Teddy. You get this exclusive shirt that will not be sold on our shop. Should I tell them what it is? Or is it only for... They can go look at it on the... the, Oh, it's there? Yeah. Oh my God. I want one so bad. Yeah. (laughs) I hate when we design things that I just like have to have. So yeah, go check it out. All right. We have a lot of stuff to get into here with this episode. But before we get into the episode... Skylar has taken the facts today. So, the fun facts. The fun facts, which means I do Skylar Sides, aka the fun facts before the fun facts, aka Max's Munchies. Dish it, girl. All right. I've got a good one for you. Have you ever wondered what fans say to the voice cast whenever they see them out and about and recognize that it's them? I cannot say that I have. You know, stayed up at night saying, I wonder what happens when a fan sees. Oh, that's all I do. Christian, (laughs) Christian Shaw. That's like when we're sitting and having like deep conversations, that's what's in my brain mostly. Okay. That makes sense. Jumping around in there. So many possibilities. Uh, I have not thought about that, but I am intrigued. Okay. So during an interview in preparation for the movie, Screen Rant asked that question and here's how each person responded. Fun. Kristen Shaw, who is Louise, of course, said, They say, oh, that's my favorite show. I watch that show with my kids. I watch that show with my wife. They really do express how the show has brought them together with someone else in their world. H. John Benjamin replied, they don't say lines from the show to you? Kristen Shaw said, they don't. (laughs) Dan Mintz, who voices Tina, says, a lot of people say, oh, I've heard of that show. (laughs) And H. John Benjamin replies, I'll check that out. Uh... (laughs) And Larry Murphy, who does the voice of Teddy, says, how is that pronounced? What is it? <laughs> Eugene Merman, who does Gene? I've never seen it, but my niece likes it. <laughs> and H. John Benjamin says, is that the Rick and Morty one? No, it's the other one. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Was John Roberts there? I'm sure he was. Just didn't chime in at this point. But um, I'm wow, s- bad timing for a Rick and Morty reference, but still. Why? Oh, go uh, go Google Rick and Morty creator Justin Roiland. I don't want to. Yeah. I, Let's I, just say he's no longer doing the voices of Rick and Morty. Oh, I, I I cannot possibly take any more disturbing news today. Yeah, I won't tell you. Just, <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Anyway. That made me want to hang out with the cast. I actually right? want to do like a silly fun fact from the episode right now because it okay. kind of relates. Sure. You so can't, You can't not do Skylar's sides, huh? It's like... It's, yes, it, it, it's, it's ingrained baby. in you, yeah. This is a very boring fun fact, but I want to tell you, because at Paley Fest, they played a clip from this episode, Eggs for Days. Worst fun fact ever. But I wanted to mention it to you because I have been to a few Paley Fest panels, and if Bob's Burgers is ever invited to Paley Fest, you absolutely 
must go. Like it's worth flying out to LA for. It is just these most in the most intimate conversations with the cast. And like I went to the Parenthood one. I went mm-hmm. to the Mad Men one. We did Sunny. It's always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, that was a great one. That yeah. was a smaller theater. Yeah. I mean, you're literally just chatting with the cast. I mean, listening to them chat. So your conversation you just read to me was like, if you ever want that experience, go look up the Paley Fest schedule and see if Bob's Burgers will be there. That could be like such an amazing experience. Yeah. I wonder if it's a uh, similar when with Comic-Con or if Comic-Con's just too big. I think Paley Fest is very, very special. Even the word Comic-Con kind of overwhelms me. That, that makes sense. Are you ready for a little Bob pun or Max pun? I sure am. Okay. This week we are doing Store Next Door. Fun. Your first pun is, that's a doorbell doorbells. Max. Bob. Your next pun is, a ton in the oven. Big and tall baby clothes. <laughs> Bob's? Yes. Knock on wood. Wooden door store. Max? Yes. And your final pun is, get it off your chest. Men's body waxing. I think I rem- remember actually reading this one on Bob's. So I'm going to go Bob's. Max. <gasps> That is good. That's funny, Max. Wow, and you actually read it on Bob somehow. I said, I, I think. No, I said, I think. That was really good. You should be very proud of yourself for that one. I am proud of myself again. Hey, use these on the show. I'm happy to let you, Bob's creators, please just use one of my puns. I would be so honored. You wouldn't even charge a thing. Oh, no, not at all. Although, if you want to pay me, that's fine, too. <laughs> Should we get into this episode a little Let's bit? Let's do it. Okay, Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for Season 7, Episode 16, please? The title is Eggs for Days. The annual Easter egg hunt is on, and the competition between Bob and Linda is fierce, much to the kids' horror. Enter Jellybean Schnapps, too drunk slash hungover to remember where the last egg was hidden. A rotten stench takes over the house and the restaurant. Will they have to close the restaurant for the holy day? Beef boom? And who's the monster hiding in the wall where the last egg lays? This episode came out on April 2nd, 2017. It was written by Lizzie Molyneux and Wendy Molyneux and directed by Brian Loschiavo. Where do we want to start with this one? What an episode. I'll start. I love that. This episode makes me never want to drink again. Ever. Ever. They nail the pain of a hangover, especially when you're older, so well. Yes. What does Bob say when he sits up in bed? He's like, my something hurts. And I was like, oh, that's such a good description of a hangover. Yeah, I don't remember. My eyes? My something like... I don't know. Okay, we somehow watched this episode three times before (laughs) recording this. But the second time we watched it, we were watching it in the morning, and I'd only... I hadn't eaten anything. I just had black coffee. And coffee on an empty stomach for me is like a 20th of a hangover. Like I start to feel like I'm hungover. So I felt this. I felt the pain. Yeah, it's when Linda is like, I got to throw up. No, I can't. I'm, I got to go back into bed. That like no. back and forth where you can't like, you don't know what's what's more urgent. Yes. 
to lay down because your head is spinning or to go vomit because you're feeling it. It's horrible. Would you like a fun schnapps fun fact while we're here? Yeah, why not? Would you like to know what the brand of the schnapps is? Oh, on the show. On the show. Yes, please. Molyneux. An ode to the Molyneux sisters. The Molyneux schnapps. Schnapps are awful across the board, I think. I, I feel like everyone has a distinct schnapps memory. Mine was not jelly bean, but, you know, those first years when you're drinking, we did peppermint patties. Oh, no. I had to come back. I was drinking off the mic. I had to come back on the mic to say <laughs> you're like, oh. Um, Which, if you're not familiar, I think you, you like, squeeze chocolate syrup in your mouth and then shoot peppermint schnapps or something like that. Oh, my God. What do we do to ourselves when we're young? I know. Why do we do this to ourselves? I know. Um, Do you have a schnapps experience? No, but I do remember, like, when you're young and you first kind of, like, are drinking or at least, like, I mean, not legal to drink, but start kind of drinking. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you should or shouldn't. Um, But you want to try everything. Mm -hmm. So you try all, like, those flavored liqueurs and stuff like that, and it's it's not a fun experience. You learn what makes you hurt pretty quickly. I was such an old man. I liked uh, vodka tonics. That's fine. (laughs) Like, just get straight into that. Skip all, like, the, like... Well, don't. We saw how that ended up for me. True. But... Yeah. Um, The cream, like, liqueurs and, like, the... And, like, the... uh, What's it called? Jägermeister. Oh, oh, that was so Jaeger bombs. That was so popular. Oh my god! I, I had one of these set times where I got I would had too much Jägermeister and oh was god. turned off of it for the rest of my life because of how I felt the day after. I, oh, I can't even smell it. My, now. I'm getting like nauseous. yeah. Sorry. Shall we move on? From we, sh- we should move on. Okay. Although I have one more thing. Yeah. I was in the prime. It was it called Four Locos? Loco. Yeah, Four Loco when they which first is came like out. illegal now or something. Well, they had to change the recipe apparently because they were yeah. <laughs> That's what I was in college. Does I anyone else that remember too. that? Yes, I do remember that. Okay. And then people were like scrambling to get the ones that were on the shelves when they were going to change it. Nuts! Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> touch this stuff. Disgusting. So now that we've gotten over our hangovers, how did you feel about this episode as a whole, Max? Sorry, I just took another drink of my Four loco. You sure? Um, You're just drinking away over there. I know, I know. I love this episode. I think the Molino sisters just know this family so well and know the humor so well. Everyone's firing on all cylinders in this episode, but Tina is so funny in this episode. Just like naturally funny, like not as like a TV character, mm-hmm. but like her lines, like where she, she says to... Her parents, when they walk in and they're hungover, mm-hmm. she says, don't take this the wrong way, but you both look like Nicolas Cage right now. Cracks <laughs> me up. Uh, I, every time we watched it, I laughed out loud to that one. And once again, we watched it three times in the span of like a week. Yeah, it's smart humor. <laughs> I agree with you. I think Jean has a lot of great lines. Louise and Bob and Linda are hysterical. I love a competitive moment for them. But you're right. Tina is so, like, underratedly funny in this episode. I remember when, like, Bob is in the crawl space, and she's like, I miss you, Dad. (laughs) He's like, I'm right here. And she's like, it's not the same. So funny. (laughs) I love that the episode is all contained to 
their home and their restaurant. I agree. And I don't know. It's just like, it's so, it's such like a special, like compact episode because it all takes place there. But we get this family all doing what they do best or worst. And Teddy gets to come into the mix. It's truly perfect. Like you have Linda and Bob, which they're not. Yes, you see them in the restaurant together a lot, but they're not paired together for episodes all the time. And then you get the kids who are not doing their own schemes. They're working together as like, oh my gosh, this is the most horrible day of our lives. And one line that is so hysterical for me is when Teddy gets bitten by the monster. He's like screaming and it's this dramatic thing. And then he just stops and he goes, are you going to be open for lunch? (laughs) Yes. Like the most Teddy line. It's so good. And speaking of the monster, this is where we meet Big Baby Pudding Snatcher. I mean, when I thought the episode couldn't get better, enter... Big Baby Pudding Snatcher. Yes. First of all, Molino Sisters, great name for a raccoon. Great name. Pays Uh, off in the plot. Pays off. I love why she's named that. I think her little... We're going to get more into them. Uh, spoiler for the end credits, but I... Well, tell I, us why they... Call her Big Baby Pudding yes, Snatcher. Yes. Because Linda... Because she swipes Linda's uh, pudding cups. In the alley. That Linda eats in the alley for some reason. Well, not for some reason. Where else is she going to eat them? In the bathroom? Yes. It's disgusting. That's, that's gross. <laughs> that's gross. But I do love Big Baby Pudding Snatcher and her little babies. They're so The babies are so cute. I do have a little bit of an epiphany here that I'm probably reading way too much into, but maybe not. Linda kind of really sympathizes with Big Baby Pudding Snatcher because she's a mother. She's like, this raccoon is tired. She just had, you know, three kids. She is has this pressure to have her body bounce back. It's really funny, all this stuff Linda says. But then I realize that this raccoon has three kids, yeah. just like Linda. It really pays off in the credits, but I think it's very purposeful and it's a very, very sweet. Of course. I, I completely agree. And shameless plug, we've got our raccoon's name tea. Which lists. is becoming a bestseller. Yeah, where it lists, and it's also on a mug, but it lists all the raccoon's name, uh, Little King Trash Mouth, and Big Baby Pudding Snatcher, and El Diablo, and Gary. It's a really funny t-shirt, and if you want it, it's over at our shop, bobscredits.com slash shop. Oh, I also love, I love learning inside facts that we never see on the show. So I love that Linda, instead of taking a smoke break, probably takes a pudding break in the alley. That's hysterical. But the fact that this is a bonding experience between her and Teddy, and that Teddy is there and just as invested, is just wonderful. Another part that was so funny to me, and it reminded me of when I talked to you about something that I'm really interested in, and maybe you're not as interested in (laughs) When Linda's like, which raccoon is it? And she's like, I need markings. I need size. I need fur consistency. I just, I loved it so much. Yeah, it's hilarious. Another thing I love is just like at the end when the kids admit that they don't like even like this egg hunt, but they Mm -hmm. do it for their parents is so sweet. It's just a sweet moment. You know, they do it because they know it. the parents seem to like love it so much, even though it makes them miserable. And Linda loves it. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. 
I love these kids. I love this family. It's really one of those episodes. Mm -hmm. One last thing. I just had to point out another funny moment that I laughed out loud three times when they're hungover and Linda and Bob are trying to piece together what happened. They go to the map, the egg map, to see if they filled it out. And what happens and what line do we love? Bob says, like, did I write Linda is a fart? Yes. And he goes, that's funny. (laughs) So genuinely. That's so me. Yeah. I I just love Bob. I just... I think you're best friends with Bob. Bob's my soulmate. I'm sorry. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You understand. I'm not offended at all. Yeah. Uh, One last thing before I get into some quick fun facts. I was making fun of a YouTuber. Sorry. I am human. (laughs) when Max and I were watching YouTube the other day and he was talking about like Harry Potter stuff and he just was taking it so seriously. I just said to the TV, I was like, you know, it's not real, right? And Max just turns to me and says, I think I said something like we sit down every week and talk about animated characters like they've got they're like, like they're real. real lives and human. <laughs> I was like, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. Anyway, would you, do you have anything else you would like to no, add? No, I'm ready for some fun facts. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Let's start at the beginning of the episode. The store next door in this episode is titled Lynn Manuel's Veranda's Patio Furniture. Love it. Yeah. Our beloved Hamilton creator updated his Twitter background with a screenshot from the opening credits. Oh, that's great. So is that like 
he still has that or that was just when this was when this aired i haven't checked it currently i i doubt that um i can look real quick okay yeah it's not it's not current this is the third time we see the crawl space had no idea that this would become such an iconic space no yeah it's from the very first season episode two right Yes, which is Crawl Space. Mm -hmm. And then just a really, really tiny fact that I do not know how the internet Bob's loving sleuths find this stuff, but I really appreciate it. The DVD of Bachelor Party that we saw um, in the episode, The Grand Mama Pest Hotel, Mm -hmm. that DVD is laying on the floor in this episode as well. Okay. Okay. They just never picked it up. It's still there. Uh, so that is, those are my fun facts. Oh, should we get into the end credits? I would love to, cause I got a lot to, to look for. Yeah. Okay. So the last moment before these end credits, the egg has been discovered and removed from the home and Teddy is running to it with the beach to throw it into the ocean. Like it's a bomb that's going to go <laughs> off and blow up the entire city. I love it. I can still smell it. Dad, you're going to have to burn that jumpsuit. Hey, we should burn all of Dad's clothes. Ooh, fun fashion bonfire. <laughs> yes, baby. No. Yeah. And in your face, Bob, I want street life. Because there's no place I can go. Street life. So after that last moment, Skylar, tell me what happens as we go into these end credits. Well, we have a very new background in the end credits, which is black and white. And Big Baby Pudding Snatcher and her three cute little raccoon cubs, I don't know if they're called cubs, are walking the street. Mm-hmm. And you just see the alley passing in the pass background. Them. And that's, yeah, like you said, the ba- the background's all black and white like normally is in the end credits. And Big Baby Pudding Snatcher and her crew are all in color. In color. And those little raccoons, those baby raccoons, are adorable. Yeah. And just FYI, the song that is playing is a cover of Randy Crawford's Street Life. Now, I did a little research on this song. Ooh, I, know I, I know you were on Fun Facts. Oh, but, I never researched this song. But sometimes I do. Yeah, I do the credit stuff. Yeah. So a um, little bit more about Street Life. Yeah, uh, Randy Crawford was the lead vocalist for The Crusaders, which was an American jazz group. And this song was released in 1979. It reached number 36 on the Billboard Hot 100 in the U.S. and hit number five on the U.K. singles chart. Oh. A pretty big song back then. And yeah, we get this wonderful version with uh, John Roberts as Linda and Larry Murphy as Teddy singing the song. And it's... Once again, this partnership, both just the characters, but now vocally is comedic gold yeah and this is proof uh one of the episodes we released on patreon recently was uh a draft for who could have like the worst karaoke night out Uh group of people yeah but these two would be in the best category i feel like if we did that draft and we were saying like the best people to go with i would go with linda and or teddy anytime to do karaoke if they called me up and was like you have to drink jelly bean schnapps all night but you get to come karaoke with me linda me, Linda, I'm mm-hmm. talking as Linda, and Teddy, I would just leave you right now. Worth it. I would just go. So worth it. But if you want to hear who we picked for like the worst people to do that with, go am I winning? To our Patreon. Is my team winning? 
Yeah, we let our patrons vote on who's and yeah, the team you picked for me yeah. to be the worst is destroying the team I picked for you. Well, I'm not going to spoil it because I do think you should sign up for our Patreon, but I'll give you one person that I put on Max's team, which was, what's his name? He Tom, sings the sex, 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 sex. Tommy Deronda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, that seemed to be the nail in my coffin from the get-go. Maybe. So, yeah. But there are a lot of other awful people. Go check it out. Let's see what these uh, raccoons get into. Oh, Bisky just, my, our, our little pet raccoon just put his head in my lap. He loves the raccoons on this show. He does love the raccoons. He knows it's lunchtime, though. Oh, That's yeah. why he's, he's doing wor- He's that. working it right now. Street life is the only life I know. Street life. Okay, they're just walking. The, the little pups or cubs or whatever we're calling them are following their mother most of the time. But every now and then, one of them will run off and do something. And one of them runs ahead of the screen. And when the camera catches up to them, they're getting into an empty pudding cup. On like, the street. like mother, like daughter or whomever. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I love that. Also, do you remember when I asked Siri what raccoon was in French? Mm-hmm. Isn't it like raccoon? Yeah, I don't remember. Raccoon? You want to do it again? Yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to look up what a baby raccoon is called. What is <laughs> raccoon in French? Raton laveur. Raton. Raton laveur. Oh, oh, so oh, it's like right. rat. Yeah. Raton laveur. What is a baby raccoon called? Kits or cubs? Cute. Oh, okay. You were right with cubs. Kits. That's oh, I like so kits. Cute. We're going to call them kits from now on. I love it. Let's see what this mama and her kits get into throughout the rest of these credits. What happened there? Well, first, I just have to say that the strut. Of the raccoons and ki- of the raccoon and kits with the song is utter perfection. Like, yeah, this is the song you want to strut to down an alley with discarded pudding cups. Yeah, totally. So then our little our kit in the back gets into you have a better view. I think maybe a peanut butter jar, but yeah, he gets a can or something stuck like butt and tail in the air in this can, and it is adorable. Adorable. Man, I love kits. It sounds very British, doesn't it? Oh, I love this kit. It's like a fit. Well, isn't kit like a uniform? Yeah, or a fit. I thought it was fit. Kit? No, it's, my kit. Oh, it's you're right, definitely you're kit. not fit. Yeah, we've been watching a lot of Brit pops. I should know this. <laughs> I had to pause it, even though Teddy and Linda's getting into it like crazy. So one of the raccoons again runs all the way off screen. But in the background, what do we see there? Teddy is in a dumpster. Yeah, he's like behind the dumpsters, but like he is in that. I don't think he's in the Oh, dumpster. no, he's not. Although yeah. I w- They look closed. They do look closed. He is behind it. Good catch. But he is watching these raccoons as if it is an HBO limited series. <laughs> there you go. And he is full color because obviously all the characters are in the end credits. Let's see what that uh, other little raccoon just ran ahead. The little kit ran up for. Kit is up on a barrel right now, so let's see what's up. So it just looks like it was curious, got up on a barrel, wanted to see things from a higher vantage point, Mm -hmm. and then 
jumped down and joined its family for mm-hmm. the last moment we really see, which is what? Linda behind some garbage and boxes. Yeah, I think it's like the big dumpster behind Bob's itself. Well, she's enjoying her pudding snack. Yeah, she's got a mouthful of pudding. I feel like she has to eat her puddings in the alley because Jean would just go through all the pudding. Yeah. And Louise. Yeah. Uh, did you like a pudding cup? Who doesn't? Love oh, the God. Just, just classics at in elementary school. Love it. This is probably just because you and I are theme park people and we enjoy this stuff. But for some reason, these end credits remind me of a dark ride in that like... I guess you're kind of like, you're just like going through the streets of like, if, if there was a Bob's Burgers dark ride yes. and like Teddy pops up and then Linda pops up. And well, now just I like need moving. this. I know, trust me. I want a Bob's Burgers ride somewhere so badly. Uh, maybe we should make one. We'll make it. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I, I'm not. to make a theme park. No. Well, you know, like they did the Haunted Mansion in their own backyard. That one. Oh, those people. Yeah, I would never do have, that. No, we are I, not like that. I do not know how to build anything. No. Max once hung this like I built a future with you. Oh, oh we just oh. oh my god, I'm dead. <laughs> <gasps> um wow. Sorry. Happy early Valentine's Day, everyone. I still want heart shaped pancakes. Okay. If I woke up and you were like in the kitchen, like doing a little dance, making some pancakes. I gotta get up freaking early. You get up early. I, I've, gotta, I know. I've gotta beat you to get up. I know. <laughs> Love. Anyway, um, I want to just listen to this song because the visuals are so amazing. But I think their vocals are, the performances are just as amazing. So let's listen through. At the end, it sounds like Linda is just like really trying too hard and like. She sounds like she thinks she's amazing. Yeah, which I that think sounds you know, like Linda. You have to deliver that in your performance. Sure. You know, you can't just deliver a straight song performance. I agree. Street life, because there's no place I can go. Street life, it's the only life I know. Street life, and there's a thousand parts to play. Street life, until you play your life away. Street life. Oh, it's so good. Highlights, low lights for these end credits. Every single thing is a highlight for me. Yeah, I have no light lights. Look, I have have no low lights. I think we should go right into scoring because Biscuit needs lunch. Do you want to do one, two, three? Yes. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. uh okay, ready? 1, one two, two, 3, ten. 10. Oh, I love, love it. it. I love it. Yes. Um, It's so rare, I feel like, for me, for a 10 to, like, not include the family as a whole or, like, you know, like... Yeah. Or something, like, big and elaborate. Mm-hmm. But these are just, just so... F- we Like we said, we've watched these so many times now. We just watched it two more times. And... I could watch those little raccoons just walking by themselves and to have Linda and Teddy pop up in the background watching them with a pudding cup with this incredible cover of an amazing song. Like you, the song is so catchy. It's such a good song. Such a good pairing. Yeah. I, it's it's a easy 10 for me. Easy 10. I don't have anything else to add except 
it warms my heart. It, it's weird, and I need things to be heartwarming and weird for it to scream Bob's Burgers to me. And it did that. Yeah, I completely agree. And we learned that baby raccoons are called kits, so... I mean, bonus points for learning that. Yes, very educational. So those are the end credits to Eggs for Days. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us on social media, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. What else do people have to do? You can follow us personally on Instagram. I'm at Oh Hello, It's Max. Skylar is... No Crying and Cooking. What That's else? It. That's Anything it. Anything else you want to say to everyone Just check out here? Patreon. Um, if you're looking for a community... I think it's really nice. I think one of my favorite things that I didn't expect Patreon is that we're really there for each other. If one of us has a hard day and like, yes, we bond through Bob's Burgers. But if you're looking for more connection in your life, I think this would be a really cool gift to give yourself. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, it's again, I know we repeat ourselves over and over, but it's just like there's something about Bob's Burgers fans that are just... um that have big hearts and mm-hmm. are the kindest group of people. And so like to have us all together, it's just, you can see that and you feel that. And it's just wonderful that the show brings people like that together. Yes. Okay. Well said. What else do you have to say before we get out of here? I'm just going to say stay snatchy. Oh, I like that. Snatch those pudding cups. I could go for one right now. Oh God, I could. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.